Good morning and welcome to Ask Andy. This is a daily podcast about personal injury practice in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm Andrew Newworth. You can reach me at 215-259-3687 or on the web at Newworth Law, N-E-U-W-I-R-T-H. I wanted to talk to you today for a few minutes about kind of car accident 101. Car accidents are the largest sort of section of my practice. They are what keeps the lights on and what keeps clients happy. Uh, but for most people who've never been in a car accident, there are a lot of questions that can be answered with a five or ten minute talk rather than having to seek out a lawyer if your case isn't that serious. First of all, if you're not that hurt, in your own opinion, you know, most lawyers are going to be able to get you a few thousand dollars, but it's not going to make you happy and it might be more headache than necessary. That's kind of a legal judgment, but, you know, you have to be somewhat hurt to at least recover some money or else you're going to get a long fight over nothing. So let's go through a couple of the basics of personal injury law as it relates to car accidents. First of all, if you're in a car accident, just car versus car, you're hit by somebody else and you're not at fault, uh, then there are a bunch of rules that come into play. Whether you're at fault or not, there is $5,000 in medical coverage. Okay, so if there's $5,000 in medical coverage and the car accident is your fault or not, you can use that medical coverage, but you got to ask for it. Uh, there's, a, there's a saying in, um, you know, in Philadelphia, if you don't open your mouth, you ain't going to eat. So, or you won't get fed. <laughs> so, you got to call up your insurance company, your car insurance company, and ask for them to set up personal injury protection is what we call it. As lawyers who talk about this stuff all the time, you know, we call it PIP. So ask for PIP to be set up. And if you were in a car and you don't want to bother your insurance company or you think it's going to increase your rates, which it's not, call up the other insurance company and ask for them to set up PIP. They may tell you to call your own company, but one way or the other, PIP is nice because it's a minimum of $5,000 coverage. It allows you to avoid co-pays, so, and it will pay for stuff pretty much willy-nilly as long as it's related to the accident. So it's going to pay for radiology at the hospital, It's you know, an x-ray. It's going to pay for your, you know, hospital bill. It's going to pay for your ambulance trip, even though the ambulance companies will try and avoid having to go that route. Okay, so there's $5,000 in PIP. You got to just ask for it and it'll get set up for you. You pay for it anyway. It's part of your coverage. So PIP stands first and then your health insurance, if you have it, comes second. First of all. Second of all, your car. Let's talk about car damages. Let's say your car is you know, hit fairly badly, but you're not too injured. That car is towed to a yard and needs to be repaired. The car that caused the accident, whether it's you or the other car, is responsible for paying for repair of the car if, <clears throat> you know, if that person had collision coverage. So let's say you're at fault and you caused the car accident and you caused the damage to your car, but you don't have collision coverage. And then you're kind of stuck. Then you're just going to have a damaged car. Let's say you're not at fault. Let's say someone rear-ends you and causes $3,000 in damage to your car. It doesn't matter what kind of 
coverage you have if the other person's at fault. You just got to go find out who their insurance company is and pursue it. A lot of times what will happen is the other insurance company will accept liability. They'll be saying, yeah, the accident was our guy's fault. Um, and we'll pay you the deductible, but we'll send you the $500 deductible in the mail six weeks from now. So you just got to be aware of that because you may be out, out of pocket 600 bucks for a bit. One other thing most people don't think about you want to keep an eye on is don't leave your car at the tow yard too long because the nice tow yard owners in Philadelphia and elsewhere will charge you you know, $100 or more a day for storing your car, even though they're sitting out in an outdoor lot getting rusty. So, you know, as quickly as possible, figure out where your car is and get the insurance company to have it moved or you have it moved to somewhere where they're going to repair your car. Just don't leave it in the tow yard and think that someone else is going to pick up the tab because they're not. The next thing is, you know, is my car totaled? Well, if you have an older car, and the cost of repairs is going to exceed the value of your car, your blue book value, then your car is going to be totaled. So let's say you have, you know, three thousand, or if let's say you have five thousand dollars of damage on a two thousand year car. You know, it's pretty decent chance that your car is not worth five grand, and the, the car is going to be totaled as a result. You know, can you fight with an insurance company over values of cars? Yeah, you can, but I've never made much progress as a lawyer on that. The insurance companies have a thousand times more experience with car valuation than I will ever have. And it's not really, in my experience, something worth fighting over. Um, you know, I've had people say, oh, well, it's got this upgrade or that upgrade. You know, it's it's really something if you have a lot of free time and, and you want to fight about it, you can go fight about it. But it's not something as a lawyer I can help too much. Um, you know, just one example, like I went to see a Toyota Prius that was in a bad accident. And the, my client said that, you know, this Prius is in immaculate condition and what they're giving me is just blue book value and it's got, you know, a hundred thousand years more of life on it. And, you know, I went to see the car and from the outside, the car looked like it was in immaculate condition other than the damage from the accident. And it did look like the client was right that, you know, the car was being undervalued, but I opened the car door and it just absolutely reeked of smoke. <laughs> and so I said, well, you know, I can't buy this car. I don't think anyone would buy the car if they weren't like a serious heavy smoker. So you never know. And I think people people put a lot of stock in their cars um, that, you know, is warranted because it's a car and it gets you around, but it may not be valuable in the resale market. So I know people get attached to their cars, but the reality is that Blue Book Value is what controls. So that's now PIP and cars and this and that. Now, there's another thing that people need to know, even if you're not going to have a case, the ambulance company may come after you for bills for your medical care because the ambulance companies don't like to go through the PIP setup we have. So you should know that there's a law called Act 6, which reduces the value of health providers claims for auto cases. So if your car is in any, sorry, if your medical care is in any way associated with 
a car accident, you should be jumping up and down saying, please reduce your bills to Act 6. That's kind of how we say it. And the providers will grumble, but they really have to do it, and it reduces things by sometimes 40% or more. So, you know, if a bill collector comes around looking for you for an ambulance trip that they really should have run through PIP that they didn't, you want to first thing you want to say is, did you exhaust PIP? <clears throat> they may say, well, PIP was never set up, and that's a signal to you to go get PIP set up. The second thing is, you should say, is reduce it to Act 6, and so on and so forth. So look, if there's $5,000 in medical coverage under PIP, you can use that for massages, you can use that for physical therapy, you know, you could use that for acupuncture, just about anything else that's related to the accident. So, you know, I encourage most people who've had an accident to at least go get a massage. Like, what the hell? Why not? So, you know, PIP's going to cover it. If it's going to make you feel better after an accident to just relax your body a bit, I would go do that. That's just me. Anyway, those are the kind of the basics. If you actually have an injury, uh, you know, you shouldn't really make decisions about the value of your case without a lawyer. Um, you know, whether you're limited toward or not, you should go at least call a lawyer and ask them because there are lots of exceptions to limited tort. There are lots of ways around things that aren't, you know, too difficult. Um, so, you know, look, that's the basic thing. That's the basic landscape on, on car accidents and what you should do. So you're going to call your insurance company. You're going to get PIP set up. You're going to get your car off the tow yard. You're going to decide whether, you know, how you feel about the car value, but you're pretty much going to roll over on that. And you're going to call a lawyer if you are hurt for more than two or three days. And at least talk to them about what your options are and what the case looks like. All right. That's enough for today. This is Ask Andy, and I hold people accountable. I hope you have a great day.